Hey guys, this is Naze. Little intro to this episode. We had a lot of audio trouble on this episode. We were trying to Skype with Debbie and we had a bad signal. But if you like Stephen King, please stick around. This is not the audio quality that is normal for us, but I did a lot of work patching things together and hopefully you still enjoy it. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Bacon and Nays. You're Bacon. And I'm Nays. And Debbie, uh, what does that make us? Uh, Bacon and Nays. That's correct. Yay! Better than Thelma. Better than Thelma. We didn't uh, throw to him to do that, though, so we can't really disparage him too badly. We can, but... Yeah, we could. Um, well, as you just heard, Debbie is our co-host this episode. Thank you for being on Bacon and Days for the second time. You did. Uh, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if people heard the first appearance of Debbie on the podcast, but uh, she was a little drunk. No. And I think that this is her chance to redeem herself. Well, because <laughs> I don't do, worry. I, I don't drink this early in the morning. That's true. I actually have one beer a day this early in the morning, but it would be weirder for you guys to get drunk this early. Not me. No. Well, this is your day off. So. I might as well be. I might as well be drunk, Mike. Mike. Mike? Jesus, holy fucking Christ! Chris walks into my house. And he's like, Jimmy, sir, do you know your keys are still on the door? <laughs> That's not the first time you've done that. <laughs> not the first time I've done that. Um, and not the last either. <laughs> and this is why your keys should be hidden I, from you. Yeah, well, you did a very good job of hiding those keys from me for several years. <laughs> okay, so it's a tradition at the top of the episode with any guest who is also a listener to... Uh, Comment on anything recently on the podcast. So this is your open forum, Debbie. Uh, you are free to uh, bring up anything you would like to that's been on the podcast recently that you want to discuss. Well, I didn't. I didn't get to see this one yet, but I'm curious as to what was said about um, Tim on the last one. Uh, Tim's been um, in a, in a topic on the last two episodes. The first one was because we wanted a, a shirt of him riding Falcor. <laughs> as as now, one does, yeah. And now apparently that shirt's going to turn into... Your face. Riding me and you, and I'm apparently a cuck. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're a cuck. Yeah. I it mean, I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, it makes and, sense. But as you saw on the uh, Onyx Edge Facebook listeners group that she plugged there, uh, you know, William Wallace riding Falcor was pretty sweet. So I don't see why Tim would be opposed to putting himself aboard Falcor, uh, or astride Falcor, I should say. But that's pretty much the extent of the Tim talk in the recent episodes. Okay. And then it was just us, you know inserting him into random <laughs> unnecessary points right. that we were trying to make. I think we tried to get a Tim count going on one of those 
uh, odometers or whatever that just rolls over after a certain point and it's back to zero. <laughs> so that's a fun topic, Tim. You're always welcome on the show. So my first question for Debbie is, are you ready to ride this log flume? Oh, man, I forgot to do it. That was the f- thank you, t- Jimmy, for reminding me. Forgot to do an intro to this episode. We're going to start doing intros to tell everybody what the show is so that we'll give them reason to stick around. We are such a cold intro type fucking show. I know, though, but so. I want to do a, a solid intro this time. Okay. Okay. As long as you ask Debbie if she's ready to ride the log fluent <laughs> podcast. I think you just did. Debbie, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Welcome to Bacon Today's The Log Flume Podcast. You will ride aboard a log on a stream of pop culture, uh, Mexican news, yeah, a, lot uh, a lot of Mexican just news, this episode. or just whatever the fuck we want. That's what this podcast is all about. Anything we want it to be. And uh, we have our co-host Debbie here along for the ride. Another round of applause. Yay! Hopefully she doesn't get wet in the back of the, <laughs> the log. God damn Hopefully it. I don't. I think that's the opposite of what you want. Oh. Yeah, you're right. She does get swimming by the water. I don't know. I mean, sometimes that very end of the episode, or the, the rise. No, right. Yeah, the splash down at the end when we do our ham and eggers. That's our big splash. Man, we have really turned this log flume thing. I'm telling you, man, I really made it. I I turned your just offhanded log flume comment into an actual thing. And now we're the log flume podcast. And Debbie's along, exceeded the weight limit with you on here with us. But uh, yeah, yeah. as long as I get my photo at the end. The water right now. Barely a flume. If you were a buoy, you'd be like three inches above (laughs) it. Or a log, either way. Or a log. Um, so this is a special episode. Normally we would cover the Mexican mm-hmm. news, which is another Mexican earthquake, which uh, I'm pretty certain Jimmy had something. To- and that was terrible, Jimmy. You should apologize. Why do you think off mic I said don't fucking bring this up? Please apologize. It was t- I'm sorry for living in fucking Missouri. And causing a Mexican no earthquake. <laughs> I mean, it was like a massacre. You killed hundreds of people. It's no such thing. Uh, I beg to differ. Uh, we also could have discussed President Trump calling the leader of North Korea a rocket man. We normally would cover that. Not going to cover it this week. We normally would cover the jogger, I believe, in Colorado. Oh, pooping. Who is who is pooping in front of children. Yes. Hold on. What? We would cover that normally. I'm not going to answer your question of what, because we're not covering that this week. <laughs> Even though Tim also wanted us to cover that. It's called Contrary Google, to, Jimmy. Look it up. Contributed this insertion of I Tim into this episode. So like, yeah, dude. I'm, I mean, they already talked about it on your mom's house, so. I don't know what that is. So. <laughs> well, you're also bad at the internet for that. Uh. Debbie, what do you think? Well, actually, we're not going to cover those things. Yeah, we can't. So, I, don't, I have no opinion. Yeah, exactly. And uh, even if you did, we wouldn't ask of it. Yeah, wouldn't uh, care. This is the special episode that we've taken 10 minutes to get to. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a long walk on the wall. 
Okay, well, keep track of when we get close to an hour and give me a kind of a buzzer. Let me know that. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, so that we can do our ham and eggers and fucking get off. I don't, I don't hear you. That has been, uh, you don't hear me. No, you guys are in and out oh, so fuck. bad. What? This part is going to be edited out. No, I don't think it will be. <laughs> Debbie, can you hear us now? I can hear you perfect. It's when I say I can't hear you. Oh. <laughs> and then when well, we test it, then I can. Let's refrain from saying that. Then. <laughs> Uh, we're keeping all that in, by the way. You go, you guys go very robotic. Baconandays.com slash Amazon for all your uh, bacon days stuff. And uh, for all your shopping needs, Baconandays.com. So back to Baconandays found coming 113 episodes. We have gone without mentioning or speaking exclusively about this man. This man who we all uh, love. We love him, or sometimes we hate him, for uh, varying quality of things. It is his birthday today. Is it really? It is. Oh, wow. He is yeah. 70 years old. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to Mystery Man, who you will now reveal the applause for surviving 70 years on this horrifying earth. Well, yeah, especially after his horrific accident he had. Yeah, and he's actually contributed to the horrifying quality of the planet Earth. So, the fact that he has survived in the horrifying quality of the planet Earth that we live on, that he helps create, is uh, something good, bro. As, like, everything that he's ever written about. <laughs> Don't go to Maine. I'm, yeah, I'm keeping my white ass fucking away First from of all, less people would live in Maine than already do. <laughs> And, uh, also, you guys are cutting into my facts portion, so... Oh, sorry. Oh, God. I'm so sorry that it's we're... not in Maine. your facts. What was that, Debbie? It's not in Maine. <laughs> uh... Massachusetts. Well, that's where they're all from, right, Chris? Uh... Are you talking about Stephen King? <laughs> I was just backtracking your facts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely, uh... I'm gonna just—I'm just gonna correct you and say he's actually from Maine. Oh no way! I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm sure everybody do that. I thought it was everybody. Has, everybody who has a vague idea of uh, Stephen King knows that he's from Maine. So that wasn't really in my facts. I was making a joke, and it turned into this long spiel. So let's get into my actual Stephen King facts. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Oh. Stephen King facts. First it says intro Debbie. Already did that. Check. Check. <laughs> uh, it also says if Debbie has anything to bring up for previous episodes. Check. Double check. Facts. He was born today in 1947, which makes it his 70th birthday. We already covered that as well. Check. Gosh, this is a lot of extra content you guys are getting. I hope you're, I hope you're uh, happy with this episode so far. I'm not. <laughs> I hope everybody's taking notes. Yes. Uh, next thing on my notes that the listeners cannot transfer to their notes. 
Stephen King has sold over 350 million books. And that makes him a very rich man. Yes, it does. Uh, it also made a lot of money for other people besides him. And uh, also took quite a bit of money out of my bank. <laughs> well, the di big difference there is Elrond is dead. Right, and yeah, he's very dead. No, no, he's... Wrote, he's he wrote more. He, so. He's not also, dead. He's passed on to his next our, life. Uh, our, Stop talking over Debbie. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say, Debbie? I said he's not dead. He's passed on to his other life. They never die in Scientology. No. Uh, also, in our religion, <laughs> which I'm going to put myself in with them right now. <laughs> we call him LRH, so you guys could call him LRH. I would be much happier with both of you. I'll call him a crack job. Oh my god, crazy. Well, I mean, <laughs> how could you disagree with a religion that thinks we were hidden under volcanoes? Yeah, and aliens. <laughs> Right, okay, so he has written 54 novels. Yep. Most of them set in Maine, where he is from. See, told you guys you were cutting into my facts. And uh, arguably, most notable movie adaptation is Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I love that movie. I We actually mentioned that last week. Yep. We both fucking love that movie. It's alright. Uh, well, I, I mentioned that I cried during that movie, so, too, so. yeah, so <laughs> don't be a liar on the podcast. Anytime I'm that's on. All the time. Love uh, it. Can you hear us? She's I stuck. can now. I think she's still stuck. Oh, you can't know. So I did can't. you hear my burp, or did you not hear my burp? I heard the burp, and then it went completely silent. Oh, weird. Okay, well... Your burp destroyed sure it. there was a burp in that time. <laughs> okay, so next fact. Um, his addiction years, which we have also mentioned recently on this podcast, mm -hmm. most of the 80s... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, as Jimmy mentioned, he barely remembers writing Cujo. The things he was addicted to, and I have a, it's a large list, um, beer, cocaine, oh. Xanax, Valium, NyQuil, NyQuil. <laughs> uh, various cough medicine, and etc. and al also cigarettes. Hold on. Stephen King was addicted to lean? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. Okay, so... I actually have to... Honestly, audio might get weird on your end here. Because I made a list yeah. of... Can you still hear me? I can. I can hear you much better now. Okay. Well, that's only going to last for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so I just made a short, a short, long list, all of the novels that he wrote in this addiction period, okay? okay. <laughs> 79, The Dead Zone, awesome. Uh, 1980, Firestarter, 81, Roadwork. Also 81, Cujo. 82, Running Man. Uh, let's see. 
82, The Gunslinger. 83, Christine. 83, Pet Cemetery. 83, Cycle, The Werewolf. 84, The Talisman. 84, also The Thinner. 86, It. 87, Eyes of the Dragon. 87, Drawing of the Three, Dark Tower 2. 87, Misery. 87, Tommy Knockers. 89, The Dark Half. So, roughly in those years, he wrote somewhere around 15 books, I guess. Mm-hmm. A lot of those are some of most, his most acclaimed works, and he was totally fucked up on drugs that entire time. Yeah. Well, and I, you were saying how they sort of changed after he got oh, off of drugs. Yeah, totally. But so see, that's I kind of, of how they changed is they got that worse? No, because I kind of liked them. I definitely Wait, liked well, his 2000s era oh, okay well yeah see so after his car accident which i'm about to get to that's when he started to kind of go back upwards again okay okay so the car accident well he was on drugs again yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense yeah he was all hopped up on pills right he's like man i should probably start writing a lot more yeah <laughs> and then all of his shit got better yeah and now, uh, actually, in recent years, he's gotten amazing again. And uh, I think that has to do with just being an old man and not giving a fuck about anything. Well, kind of drugs he's also doing some good. It's working for him, yeah. Okay, so to the car accident thing, dog while driving and over Stephen King. Uh, Stephen King survived and bought the van <laughs> and ran a charity event where people destroyed it with a sledgehammer. That's fucking brutal. Isn't that sweet? That's yeah. awesome. I did not know that until I read that on Wikipedia the other day. So Yay, Wikipedia. Um, well, yeah. The, <laughs> it certainly could have changed by now and may have been he bought some watermelons and beat those with a sledgehammer or something. Was <laughs> he Gallagher 3? Yeah, exactly. It could be anything. Random person. Um, shitty? Yeah. I, I love, uh, what is it, Family Guy episode, or it was like, I think it was Family Guy, where they spoofed it that uh, Dean Koontz was the one that ran him over. What? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that either, but that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Family Guy, and like, Dean Koontz is the one that runs him over, and then like, he gets out, and I'm pretty sure he starts beating him on the ground even more, or some kinds wow. of shenanigans, yeah. Well, that's a real deep cut, I guess, for Stephen King fans. But, right. Uh, I, I know. I was very surprised. I watched it. Say that again. I said I was very surprised when I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I would have uh, watched that over and over, over already if I had known it existed. So. <laughs> well, head to the YouTube. Uh, and also, he he used this as his way to finish out the Dark Tower series. I don't know if you guys know about this or not. <laughs> But um, Stephen King uses that event to reinsert himself, or actually to his own series of books, and uh, the main characters have direct interaction with him in the books. So, uh, so if you people believe that we actually live in the real world, we live on Keystone Earth in Dark, the Dark Tower books. So some people believe that that really happened. 
No. And, uh, you know, obviously it's just a book. So I don't believe that, but some people take this shit a little seriously. A little? <laughs> um, that is one thing they did not include in the Dark Tower movie, which was total bullshit. I would love to see Stephen King star in his own movie. <laughs> what was that? Freddy's New Nightmare? Where fucking... Uh, yeah, they did very much the same thing. Where, like, they went into the movie. I don't know. Kind of like Last Action Hero. Yeah. <laughs> A much shittier version. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love, like, Last Action Hero, though. <laughs> about that the other day all these shows i or movies i used to watch when i was younger that were on tnt and usa and how i just never see them anymore and it's sad yeah um i think that all these the stephen king's uh they being replayed so much on cable yeah i so, mean i would watch them all the time Uh, I don't hear anything. Yeah, adding material as much as we can within the hour. Say that again. I heard nothing of what you just said. I'm paying attention here or not. We're moving on to the next segment, which is um, from a uh, Douglas Movies segment. It's called Love, Hate, Love, Hate. And we're going to use that format to discuss Stephen King stuff from movies TV movies and books. Okay. So, um, how much time do we got left? Sir, as co-host, we're going to give her the honors of the uh, first, what would you like to do first? Books, TV movies, or movies? Um, well, of course books. Of course. Okay, I'm just going to be a clock watcher at this point, <laughs> so radio silence over here. Yeah, so uh, just to give everybody a kind of uh, background on our now, like the first maybe three Dark Towers, and that's it. Okay, so we'll get to you in a second. <laughs> yeah. Because I've never uh, read I'll Dark Tower. 45 minutes. <laughs> so, Debbie, uh, why don't you go ahead first with Stephen King book that you love? Okay, um, probably my favorite book, and this is so funny, my favorite book was from a Buick 8, and I honestly cannot remember what happened in it. Okay, so <laughs> I also love that book, but that was not my choice, but from Buick 8 is a really shorter one from the mid-2000s. Yeah. Post-van accident. Should we just judge all of his material by poster <laughs> no. fan accident? That's what happens. Okay, so from View of Gate is about a car that eats people. Yeah, it's a it's a portal. Right, right. So this old Buick Eight is a car. It has a a portal, and it's so Dark Tower related, which a lot of his books are. And, and it's uh, this, impounded. It's a, say that again. I said it's impounded at a police station. Right. 
and uh, it's been a long time since I read it too, but uh, it swallows people. Yeah. It's very creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it makes you very wary of old, the trunks of old cars. No joke. Anyway. I just, I'm very disappointed in myself because uh, I know I loved it and I loved reading it and I was totally sucked into it and now I just, I cannot remember specific details. Well, uh, you, you know, good thing about this is you work in a library, so. <laughs> well, I own it too, so. Well, damn it. <laughs> and I know you can speed read, so that's a very important thing to note here. So, uh, you could get that book done in like two days, so you have no excuse. Yeah, I could knock it out for sure. Okay, so Jimmy, do you, which which Dark Tower <laughs> book did you love? Uh, the first one, I guess. Gunslinger. Yeah. That's also a good choice. Fairly shorter one. Totally unique Stephen King book, unlike anything else he has ever done. Um, I know you don't like kids that much, so. <laughs> Kid dies in it. <laughs> Assuming that because I'm fucking just said it does. So I never, I never said. Uh, so a boy, a young boy dies in this book. Jimmy, did you have anything to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we were playing an awesome game of hide and seek in a in a cave. Things just didn't go well, and you dropped him off a big bridge. <laughs> that's that, that, no, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so you're rolling in this. Uh, would you like? I'm actually rolling from the LWA video. Oh, okay, yeah, that fits you better. <laughs> well, my love Stephen King book is the second book that I read by him in uh, middle school. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Okay. Um, also a book where a young child dies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I say that again. Kind of dies. Well, yeah, see, that's the thing. Uh, Dad just can't let him go. Poor Gage. Uh, by the way, this is going to be a spoiler-filled podcast, so yeah. if people are listening to this and aren't familiar with Stephen King, um, I'm sorry. It's going to happen. Um, Soundbite of Debbie Spoiler. The cat dies, too. <laughs> church poor church and gage comes back and then the wife dies and comes back and the old man dies and just stays dead yeah that's true but yeah. they didn't bury him in, uh... I was saying <laughs> like would you I'd be pissed if somebody buried me and I fucking came back to life the creepiest thing about this book really though is the um okay so they talk about a Vietnam vet or maybe it's a World War II vet. I can't remember that walks around the, that walks around the neighborhood um, that the old man talks about. And uh, when you, uh, I actually know the creepiest thing about this book is definitely the kid. Um, I I still think the creepiest thing. I I don't I never read the book. I'm just going off the movie. Okay, it's is, pr- it's fairly similar. Is is a fu- like. Like who goes and grave robs their fucking kid's grave and then desecrates fucking, you know, sacred burial ground? That's creepy to me. Well, it's not sacred to him; it's sacred to the Indians. S- potato, fucking potato. <laughs> Let's move on. It's fucking sacred <laughs> to somebody. Jesus but Christ! Pet, Pet Cemetery is a sweet book, and it's he actually held off releasing this because he thought it was too horrifying. 
with the kid getting ran over. Yeah. Like he thought people wouldn't like it. So okay. it sat in his uh in his desk for a really long time. That was a hard thing to watch on movie. Fuck yeah it was. Yeah. Um that was a cute kid. A super cute so. kid. And then he comes back and he looks like a fucking Chucky doll. Yeah, yeah he does. Oh. And, he's and he's still got this cute. Cutting the fucking jaw. Yep. Or the, uh, uh, I, don't know, I, guess, I guess it's the underneath of the mouth. I don't know what that is. I don't know. He kills. Uh, he kills uh, the mon- the monster dad though. <sighs> so okay, okay, let's move on to the next thing. Um, Debbie, what is the Stephen King book that you hate that you love? Yes. Uh, I believe that's right around the same time as Beauty Gate. It is, and I loved that movie, or I loved the book. It was so good, I could not put it down, and I realized when I was getting to the end of it that there wasn't a lot of pages of Lucian, and the book just ends, and I threw that book across my room, and I was just like, I'm done with you, because I was so (laughs) mad at how this book ended, because it just ends. There's no resolution. (laughs) So it's a Coen Brothers film? Yeah, there's there's no happy ending. There's no, and then, you know, we had to do these things to overcome, you know, zombies or whatever the hell they were. No, there was no resolution. It was just like the whole book is him trying to find his boy. He finds his boy. It's over. <laughs> well, that's a thing that you're going to run into a lot with Stephen King. And, and, uh, uh, and we've discussed this over many beers before, which is... Which is the uh, abrupt ending, uh, or the uh, it's aliens ending, yeah, or the it's supernatural beings ending. He, that's kind of a trope that he goes back to once in a while. Which it can be good and it can be bad. It's bad. In this case, uh, <laughs> the abrupt ending with no explanation of what happens. Um, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if you remember, I mean. He goes into detail about everything that happens that initial moment when everybody's on their device and what happens to all the people and how this guy's trying to survive all of this. And then they overcoming like all of these odds and dangerous situations and everybody's going to the safe place. And then they get there and he finds his boy and then that's it. Like there's no, it's still pissed. Yeah. And well, that's a, it's a hard one to kind of put a nice bow on at the end too because they're in an apocalyptic future, so things aren't necessarily going to get any better. And you have no idea if his son's even going to live. Right. I just was not, I still, I'm still very upset about that, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to revisit that one. Uh, I don't remember it that well, besides that uh, cell phones cause people to, what, what is it? Anybody who was listening at that or on their cell phone at that one specific moment in time became a zombie. Okay, so yeah, so there it's an interesting premise, but uh, like good. No, so and I heard the movie. For, uh, I heard the movie sucked too. Uh, I actually haven't seen the movie. I think there might have been a series too. I'm not positive on that though. Yeah, I the movie had what Sam Jackson and. Uh, uh, what's his face? That's always in Stephen King stuff. Who's in 14 uh, John, John Cusack. Cusack. Yeah. Yeah. It had those two. Uh, yeah, that's still on my list to see. 
Starter. That's one that I started and I really wanted to read it, but I just I could not. It was just too boring. I actually have not read that either, so I can't give an opinion on it. Uh, but I think it's a fair answer to say that you didn't, you fail once you realize you're not getting into it because there's so much stuff out there to check out. Well, that you don't want to waste your time if it doesn't hook you. And he has this really bad problem with skipping back and forth between timelines. And if it gets too janky for me, I just, I'm out. I can't, I don't want to focus that hard. I get it. He'll, uh, he'll actually switch between characters in a lot of books, too, and that can also get confusing. Right, and there's no, like, you don't know who it is. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. You You don't know who it is because he switches character voices and he doesn't tell you who it is right right so you're and you're also wondering like what's going on with the other character while you're with this other one right and it's just it does get a little confusing once in a while yeah it's annoying uh yours what's that your least favorite uh my least favorite is called insomnia uh, Insomnia is about 800 pages. Uh, it yeah. fucking sucks. It is a big one. Um, I don't know if I even wrote down, wrote down anything about it. Basically, uh, this guy is unable to sleep. He starts seeing these little bald-headed, like, midget doctors running around. And they're apparently, like, these creatures that live in between our perception like only if you stay up for long enough can you see these people and um they're messing with the fabric of time and it's also a dark tower related thing so that's why i read it but it is fucking and it ends with a high uh, a botched plane hijacking oh lovely 
and it's just it's not worth reading. Please never read that book. Anybody listening to this? Whatever you just said, like it's just I like completely. Blank. I was looking at it. <laughs> It didn't bore me that much, so. Well, uh, there's not much there, honestly. There's there not a lot of substance for 800 pages. Yeah, and you would think. Is it just a bunch of uh and uh then uh? No, it's just it just it's not good, and you don't you never really get into it. So, at least I didn't. Okay, so since we have about 30 minutes left, we got time for this stuff. Well, what I'm saying is, is we're moving on to something. Yeah, we're moving. We're, we're moving on, yeah. So, Debbie. Yes. I assume we're going to go to movies now or television shows. Because I skipped, I didn't say anything because I had no idea about books. Yeah, or straight up movies. So, Debbie, which one do you want to do? Let's do TV shows and miniseries. Okay. Okay. So, who, who wants to go first this time? Let Debbie go first. Okay, Debbie, TV, movie, or series by Stephen King that you love? Okay. Um let's see. Um checking out her notes. <laughs> so, I would have to Well, one that I will always like stand around and waste my entire day for is The Stand. Yeah. I if, uh, the, stand, the Stand is like what is it? Three parts long or four parts long? It's four parts, like I that. think. Yeah, four. Um, it's many hours. Yeah, but if, if I see that it's coming on, I will park my butt down on the couch and be like, this is what I'm doing all day today, because you have to start yeah. it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of those series that we talked about before that was on cable, like, all the time. All the time, yeah. yeah. So, you literally would spend all day watching it because they would put commercials on. Right. And it's already like five hours long, so. Yeah, it, that, I mean, it, it would seriously be your entire day, but. The Stand is like the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. And it had so many people in it. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, a lot of his stuff did, though. Even mm-hmm. throw a lot of cameos in movies, just. Totally. Just because he, he was name-dropping without name-dropping. Right, right. right. Yeah, I think that's a good pick for love. Uh, I'm very, very familiar with it. That's one of his books that I have yet to read, even though it's one of his most revered. I think I attempted to read it in high school, and it was just too much at the time. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a very big one. Yes. uh, We're nearing around like a thousand pages, maybe more than that. Uh, It was in the school library. That's the only reason why I checked it out. (laughs) But, yeah, the series is great. Um, I love the – I can't remember the name of the actor that plays uh, Randall Flagg, but he's the highlight of the series for me. Oh, for sure. And, him and, him uh, and his jeans. <laughs> yeah, and uh, also his uh, henchman, the bald the, – his main henchman, he's bald guy, and he was one of the bad guys in RoboCop. Yeah. I can't remember the actor's name, but he recently died, and he was on some beats and stuff. Somebody write in and let me know who that guy's name is. But it has a ton of actors in it, mm-hmm. and uh, all TV 90s actors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is a thing that is recurring with all these Stephen King miniseries, is like these so 90s actors. Oh, yeah. Uh, the series, I don't know if it ages well. I haven't watched it in a really long time, but I totally would. 
Yeah. How? What did you think? I had the same opinion. Still just as cheesy and great as ever. Sweet. Yeah. Great. I mean, the CG and his stuff wasn't that bad, and a lot of it was practical effects, too. Yeah, well, the TV movies, is no, they're known for their terrible oh, CG. Yeah. So, uh, Jimmy, what was your favorite TV series? Uh, you would think that it would be it. Yeah. Um, but I would say that I'm either probably either Salem's Lot or Storm of the Century. Okay, I don't actually think I ever saw Storm of the Century. Um, but I'm going to probably go with Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot is really sweet. It's his earliest TV movie. Yeah. I think the reason that I liked it so much is because, I mean, there's a Nosferatu look yeah, at dude. vampire. Sweet and, vampire scenes. I mean, it just... <laughs> and this was before they fucking glittered. Yeah. <laughs> Way before. I was expecting Debbie to be like, hey! <laughs> I know they glitter. The scenes where the, uh, is it his brother that's hanging outside, like hanging yeah. in the air outside? And that was, that's actually, uh, that's on a lot of lists for like some of the creepiest, like, scenes because it's, yeah. it's just unsettling. Like, I actually just recently read this book. Um, here, you can read it for the first time. Fucking great. Uh, and I bought the, it was the very last thing that I bought at, uh, FYE was Salem's Lot on DVD. It was $30 because it's a four-hour movie, yeah. and they put them together. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, because I think it was two nights. It was like... Yeah, it was a two-night special or yeah. whatever. Uh, but I will say this, that there's an edited version that sucks really bad. Oh, I'm sure. So make sure, you, if you look this up, you find the full-length two-night version. Uh, and I'll go to my mm-hmm. TV series that I loved. Mr. Mercedes, which is on right now. It's not even through the first season yet. It has the actor Brendan Gleeson playing the main character, who is uh, Alistair Moody in Harry Potter. Do you know who that is, Jimmy? Fish Mooney? What did you say? Alistair Moody? No. Fish Moody. <laughs> From Gotham. No idea. Sorry. Um... No, this series is great. It's from a recent Stephen King series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has... Okay, so you thought incest in Game of Thrones was weird? hmm This is some real incest. Mm-hmm. And... That's okay, because I have super some incest gross. that I want to bring up later that Stephen King did, oh, so... okay. <laughs> so... Uh, well, it's... Yeah, it's his mom uh, molests him. So, it's pretty disgusting, and they do not pull any punches in the TV series. So, um, totally, and I don't want to make that the focus of this. Yeah, <laughs> but I already have. Yeah, it, the uh, the Miss Mercedes series is kind of a cat and mouse thing where uh, the the antagonist kind of. Uh, he uses not in the book in in the uh, in the book he uses letters and uh, and actually like implants some stuff in somebody's computer to kind of like hunt them, but in the series they kind of updated it for a few years later where you can like video chat now is such a huge thing yeah. that they put that in the series. So he uses that to like taunt the the detective, and uh, it's just great. Top to bottom, probably my favorite 
Stephen King TV series ever. Cool so, beans. Cool beans. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, never going to watch it. Thanks. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. It's uh, just I'm trying not to listen to something that I haven't watched yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? So I didn't ruin that much. No, I know, but I'm just like... And also, the book series is three books long, so... Say what? I said I can, though. <laughs> you can? She can I, ruin things. I can oh, ruin yeah, it. Really. <laughs> so, Debbie... What miniseries do you love to hate? Or do you hate to love? Hate to love, yes. Um, well, I guess I... I don't know. I mean, it terrorized me when I was younger. I'm going to jump on her and say it as well. You oh. both hate to love it? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it scared the bejesus out of me. It. We discussed this a little bit last week of how... It, well, I mean... When you look at things in retrospect, it's not good. Yeah, see, like today you would look back at it and be like, it's not that great. But when you were a kid, you were like, holy shit, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. This, yeah. That, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not just about, you know, was it chlorophobia with clowns? Yeah. It's yeah. It's fucking the, the leper. Fucking sewer drains. I mean, it, just everything. Yeah, I was thinking blood. about. I was thinking about this last night. Was it work? I drive by the exact same sewer drain that I was scared of on my way to your house every time. And I still kind of glance over at that sewer drain once in a while. I'm like, fuck that drain, dude. Don't like it. Um, my actual first, I didn't know it at the time, but my first experience with Stephen King was seeing uh, it on VHS tape at my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. And that opening scene is so iconic yeah. and sticks in your brain and makes you have fucking terrible nightmares. Yeah. And uh, it did. <laughs> I mean, so, I just had nightmares from watching the new It. I had a nightmare about Pennywise. Yeah. Uh, uh, care to share what it was? I don't remember. I just remember running. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably had something to do with hands. I don't know. It was just there was there was scary clowns, and I was not I was not having it. And then like two nights later, I had a dream about Chucky. So I don't know. What the fuck, man. Yeah, you're you're regressing into your childhood nightmares. I know. I don't know. I've been watching too many clown things. So, uh, which by the It movie again? Yeah, yeah actually, me too. Jackie, Jackie said that to me last night. She's like, "Do you have the original It?" I guess because they went and saw the new one. Yeah. I was like, yeah. She's like, I want to go back and rewatch that. I was like, you're not going to like it. Yeah, it's not. I guarantee you. And it's a big time investment. It, so. it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't age as well as some of his other stuff. Right. It we just, just bought the old It because we wanted to watch it. I know it's not as good, but I still want to see it. Well, if, if, any, if for nothing else, watch the Tim Curry scenes. He, I, he yeah. just is. So, okay. So let's get to my hate to love. Mm-hmm. The Langoliers. <laughs> oh so, God! So the Lang. Okay, I I know I get it, guys. I know it's bad. Uh, but the villains look like Mad Balls, dude. Okay, so I was gonna bring that up. Oh. I, that just dawned on me like, like yesterday. <laughs> okay, so yes, as uh, Jimmy just mentioned, they look like Mad Balls. They look like hairy, spiky mouths that are, you know, like. Ball shaped. <laughs> well, I mean, the, and they eat time. The description so, of them is that is that they're just like 
somewhat facial features yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And well in the book they had legs too. Oh, okay. But in the C- in the T V series they like fly around and shit. They fly on a string, go on. Okay, so <laughs> so this is one of those series that was on all the time when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Probably why you guys hate it as much as you do. <laughs> I yeah. Uh Yeah, and also like it, it, this goes back to the this goes back to the payoff thing at the end. You want the awesome payoff. You want this thing they've been fearing the entire time to be fucking terrifying at the end. But you know, you get a very much like a giant spider. You get a weird mad ball creature that is a terrible CG representation. Uh, definitely the worst, maybe the worst ninety CG ever is the Langoliers. Um, well, my hate was that, so... You got the overacting of uh, Mr. Craig Toomey. Ugh. Uh, you got his terribly annoying dad who just fucking hates everything. Um, anything else to be said about the Langoliers? I don't no, think there is. I mean, seriously, that was... Like, but I did love it. My notes, it was Stephen King. And my notes, I felt like I knew more than other people because... I liked a Stephen King thing that other people didn't like. I, that's just hipster mentality. Okay, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe that's the one thing that makes me hipster besides the ponytail. I was going to say, the <laughs> fact that you're balding and you're holding on to it. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Redneck Dave Mustaine. Wow, dude. <laughs> what? How dare you? Oh, God. Here we go. Is there any Stephen King things about balding? I know there's one called Thinner. Oh, <laughs> That's your horror story. Oh by the way. man. Yeah. Um Okay, Debbie, so what is your absolute hate for TV movies? Um, well, the Langoliers was it. So the speaking on movies that used to be on all the time, did you guys ever watch? It was a May. It was a Stephen King movie. Like he didn't write a book on it. He just wrote the movie, and it was called Sleepwalkers. Did you guys ever That's watch all that? I think so. We're not talking about it yet, Debbie. Okay. 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 I was just one of those. Uh, things. I love it. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Uh, okay. There's another movie thing to do with Stephen King that I got to bring up later. Uh, so, I mean. Tip walkers for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Please don't do that. Uh, Okay, so since we already talked about Langlayers at length, we're going to move to Jimmy's hate for TV movies. That was it. Oh, that was it, too. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so my hate is Bag of Bones. It was a AMC TV series starring Pierce Brosnan. Oh. In in which there is a hunted tree battle. Oh god! <laughs> it is the fucking worst, Steve. I mean, in the pantheon of terrible Stephen King endings, it is up there. Wait till we start moving on. <laughs> <laughs> also, the uh, the book of Bag of Bones. We're quickly running out of time. There's so much fucking Stephen King. I know. I know. We might have to do a part two eventually of this. Um, Debbie, movies yeah. that you love. Oh, movies that I love. I don't know if I could narrow it down. But the... uh, (laughs) One movie. And I really like how they did the movie. So my pick for that would be Dreamcatcher. Didn't love the book that much, but I did love the movie. 
Well, I think what it was is I saw the movie and then I read the book and the way they portrayed Jonesy's mind and how everything was organized, the filings, to visualize it. Because how he described it was exactly how they showed it. So I, it was things where it was like, finally, they did something right when they made this movie. Now, I like the fact that it was like, uh, all of a sudden, aliens? Not really, but whatever. It was one of the more faithful Stephen King adaptations, for sure. There's actually a blockbuster edit of Dreamcatcher that I have. Oh, God. Where they cut out the filing system completely. Oh, that's my part. I did, Well, when I watched it on VHS, I was very upset. <laughs> exactly. And, I mean, yes, Duddits is in it, but he's in it cons- considerably less if you take out the filing system. So, uh... Definitely good pick. Jimmy, what's your Stephen King movie that you love? Um, so I'm just going to go out and say that I don't have one that I hate. Okay. Um, and I go back and forth between movies. But I will, I, I will say that hands down my favorite Stephen King movie is Sleepwalkers. Hands down. Wow. Well, I actually don't think I've ever seen it. You probably don't want to see it. Um, all right. Let me set the scene for this movie. Uh, opening scene. Opening, opening scene is they're panning towards this house. And there's about 50 cats hanging from a tree. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, as, as you're noticing... Some very familiar people are investigating this this occurrence. One of them being Mark Hamill. Oh. That's about all he shows up in the movie. All right. But, I mean, there are some big name actors in this movie. What is it? Is it a creature movie? What is it? It's a shapeshifter type, like, werecat movie. I've heard of this. Yeah, I've definitely... I've, I've seen something about this. You would like the end of it. I will tell you okay. that. Well, and I don't want to spoil it, especially if you love it, then I love it because of how bad it is. Okay. It's terrible. Stephen King is a cemetery like overtaker. <laughs> you mean undertaker? No, like he, no, like it's his job to like like watch over the cemetery. Oh, okay. Caretaker. Care Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um Ron Perlman is in it. All right. Um, and he has one of the most badass fucking death scenes ever. All right. I think I'm sold. Um, not to mention, there's some very, very, like, graphic incest between a son and his mother. What? Very. All right. Well, this might be a Stephen King Coke ears thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds like it is. So, so this kid, he's driving down the road, right? Minding, like minding his own business, just doing 150 miles an hour when a cop sees him. Now, by the way, this this black cop in the town has this cat that drives around with him, and he's and he's just driving around. He's singing the song. He's like, ah, then I'm going to take it to the house and piss in a face and piss in a face and piss in a face. It's weird fucking songs that he's singing, okay. kid you not. Um, he pulls, like, he sees this kid swerving down the road doing, like, 150, and he's like, I'm gonna get this motherfucker. He's like, pull over. All of a sudden, the cat jumps up out of the seat and looks at the kid 
who they have this terrible phobia of fucking cats and the cats like Rawr! and all of a sudden the dude like the kids start shape-shifting into like these were cats and alien creatures and like the black cops like oh lordy what the hell and it's it's terrible acting it's god awful so good though okay well that's gonna be the f- next thing i watch it you know i'm the type of person that likes bad movies yeah 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 this is in that it's so bad it's good i'm definitely gonna check that out uh my say what i was just saying yeah it's it's one of those things where you watch it you're gonna watch it again well, I'm definitely checking it out as soon well, as possible. Maybe I'll find it somewhere from resale or something Probably Amazon. Baconnews.com slash Amazon. Moving on to my movie that I love, which is Misery. This is one of his more revered works. Kathy Bates won an Oscar for it. It's the only Oscar that's ever been won for a Stephen King movie. Yes, that is true. And... Recently, Stephen Lynch. King has said uh, that it's even more brutal um, than Annie movie is, but I is basically cocaine personified. <laughs> really, he said that cocaine was his really biggest sucked. fan, and in the book, um, his biggest fan is Annie. Wait, so actually, they just go together. And uh, and actually, Kathy Bates got interviewed I, by yeah, Mark Maron last week, and he brought that up to her because he used to be a big cokehead. And she uh, said that that's very strange, and he never said that to her. So, well don't really know the truth on uh, that one. But anyway, the book is amazing. Uh, it's even more brutal than her. the movie is. But I just fucking love how faithful the book, the uh, the movie is to the book. Now they did tame Hello? down the hobbling scene for the movie, which I thought they did. really did sucks because. Um, when actually, when you read that book and that hobbling scene is happening, you're cringing and you feel the pain like in your legs. It's fucked up. I'm not up. hearing you guys at all. Uh, this is Debbie. Can you hear us? I, yeah. I, I guess know. I'll just spoil it and say he uses an axe instead of a hammer. Okay, good. Or she does, I should say. So, yeah. Um, I instead know of that. a sledgehammer, it's an axe. I hate to yeah. love. And it's um, fucking insane. And uh, I love the ending of Misery as well because maximum uh, overdrive. Despite him escaping her. He's still hunted by her, and he thinks that she's going to uh, show up any day because he never actually saw her die. Uh, is that the arm- like, he thinks she's dead, no. and then he no. looks up, and it's she's the gone. It's one where, so like, all the machines... He, uh, what you- even though they what? find her body, the cops find her body and everything, he's hunted by what? her because he the was so intensely... Yeah. No, you're You're still there. there. Causing machines to come to life and kill... Can you hear us? And it's got Emilio it Estevez. Uh, nope. Mrs. Debbie, yeah, can you hear Emilio us? <laughs> okay, good. So, I don't think anybody uh, else is we're in moving it. on to uh, a movie that you hate to love. So, uh, Debbie, what is the movie that you hate to love? He says he barely remembers doing it because he was coked up. <laughs> Debbie, are you there? Yes. Also, a uh, stunt man was nearly killed, but he was a uh, lawnmower. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Jimmy, have you seen Maximum Overdrive? That uh, was radio uh, Is that the Arnold movie? And... No. Okay, then no. Um, so, Debbie, what do you? What... Yeah. Yeah. That's so there's a comic. Life. 
there that's is, going yeah, by um, the Earth in the tail really of the comet. This is all. This is all explained at the very top of the movie, by yep. the way, by yes, yes. some yep. kind yep. of like graphic yep. or animation. <laughs> the comet, the tail of the comet, is yeah, causing yeah, uh, machines to come to life and kill uh, human beings. So. Because it was on TBS. You yes, I mean? Emilio's yeah, in it. Emilio! <laughs> yeah. Somebody was, had to do it. Uh, I can't remember who else is in it, but it's uh, it's directed by Stephen King, the only movie he ever directed himself. Okay. Uh, he says he barely remembers doing it because he was coked up. Damn it. Very good. That's a pattern. So do you not see yeah. that last week? Maybe uh, this week, my movie, fucking Hamanager should have yeah. been poked up. Stephen King. Also, a uh, stuntman was nearly killed, entity. but he was blinded by a uh, lawnmower uh, the movie, the okay, that uh, was radio controlled yes. and went out of control. The uh, and, TV movie is different. Um, yeah, blinded a stuntman. Yeah, that's shitty. That's really shitty. He sued for millions of dollars, though. So, at least there's that. Man, you guys just cut completely. Anyway, uh, so you hate to love this movie, Debbie? We're going to take her silence as a yes. Is there a little bit of lag? There might be a little bit of lag going on now. Yep. You can That's hear a yes. Me. That's cool. <laughs> Fucking technology. God right. damn technology. Mine, mine Christine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not one of my favorite. Um, Stephen King adaptations. I just, um, I just remember watching it a lot as a kid because it was, because it was on TBS. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like it was on fucking cable all the time. Like you said, it's not a good movie. Um, I mean, a car taking revenge because some bullies fucking destroyed it. Can you hear what the fuck? I can't hear you. Yeah. Uh, oh, hold on one second. Okay. I can't remember if it's possessed or not. It is. Also, in the uh, greatness of John Carpenter movies, kind of across the board, that's like one of the ones that isn't very good. So, I agree with you. Okay. Uh, movie that I hate to love is The Shining because it is such a horrible adaptation. Uh, the The actual movie, The Shining. Yes. The uh, TV movie is different. The t- I actually liked the TV movie a lot. Uh, well, um, Stephen King has come out and said so many things that he like, like the infamous maze at the end. Whenever yeah. he fa- he absolutely hates that because it's so different than. I mean, I like I, I like I said I hate to love it. I like as a horror movie on its own, it's good, but it should have been like, it should have been a different kind. They should have just changed it around a little more and made it not Stephen King. Okay, we are back after a brief interruption and in signal that may happen again, so just hang in there. Uh so what was the last thing you heard us say? Um I heard you said uh the shining. Okay. So let's just restart where I said the shining, okay? Mm-hmm. So You like the TV series better. Yeah, I guess that's about where we were at when we disconnected, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like the TV series better than the uh, than the movie. I wish that the movie version would have not been Stephen King. I wish that 
Stanley Kubrick would have just made a Stanley Kubrick horror movie about a hotel instead of using Stephen King material. Because he pretty much changed almost Everything. all of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially like the chase scene at the end. Uh, even like the instrument used throughout the chase scenes. Um, it, it's a called a Roke Mallet, which is this game they used to play in the early 1900s. Uh, where you like hit, it's kind of like croquet, but it's an adapted version mm-hmm. that you play on a court. So, anyway, uh, it's just I I love. It's funny that you can say that you can pronounce croquet, but not macaw. That's really weird to me. Uh, it's macaw, so get it right. <laughs> it's not. Uh, so I I like I said I hate to love the Shining movie because the Shining movie is awesome, but. Uh, the book is so near and dear to me because it was my first Stephen King book that I just can't bring myself to say that. Are you still there, Debbie? No. Are you disconnected or are you still with us? I, I am not. Okay. There we go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's let's move on to movie that we hate. So, Debbie, what is the Stephen King movie that you hate? Okay, but now I'm doing movies that I hate. Okay, uh, Pet Cemetery Two. That's actually a really good movie. Cherry <laughs> Two. Say, I barely remember anything about that movie. So. Um. Oh well, I really don't like how because I'm pretty sure there were kittens, and I was very fearful for the kittens' lives. I can't remember if they die. Um, I'm just more concerned for the animals. I mean, besides no, like, no, the really bad it. acting that's... and the terrible storyline, I like watching. I was just really concerned for the animals. So, <laughs> fair enough. So my question is: Is it my turn? Yes, it is. Does fourteen oh eight count? Fourteen oh eight is a legit movie, not a TV movie. So, does that count as a movie sti- that you hate? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Stephen King movie. Then yes, I hate that movie. Really? Yeah. I yeah. actually really like that movie. I don't. Um, why do you why do you not like it? Because it was so forgettable that I can't remember why I don't like it. It has Sam Jackson in it. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I remember watching it one time and being like, "Yeah, I don't like this movie." So I've completely forgotten about it. Yeah. Well, that's that's fair. I couldn't remember how it ended because I I I also forgot. Pretty sure that's how. No. So. Not in the movie. Well, actually, there's. I looked it up. There's three different versions of an of the uh-huh. ending, and depending on where you are in the world, that's the version that you've seen. Really. Yeah, because I looked it up because I thought for sure I had seen a different ending, and I'm pretty sure I did. And then when I was watching this version, that's when I looked it up. Yeah, but the the version <laughs> I just watched, he goes back to his wife, and they're unpacking, and that's how it ends. Recorder, I could have swore I saw an ending where he stays trapped in the room. Yeah, that ending of the book, I believe. So, or the uh, it's actually a short story. So, yeah. it's better. But uh, Jimmy doesn't like the movie at all. Whatever ending he saw. So. <laughs> um. I don't remember. Let me see which one I wrote down. Oh, yeah. Uh, my Stephen King movie that I hate is Children of the Corn. 
See, I love that. I love that movie. The first Joel of the Corn movie is fucking god awful. Uh, it is, but that's why it's awesome. I don't think that it's I. I don't think that it's good bad though. I think uh, that it's just bad. Well. It's fucking boring, and I think a lot of it has to do with them being in a fucking farm field and like a small town America the whole time, and there's nothing going on. All that's going on is these kids running around. And then you got Linda Hamilton, not as Sarah Connor, which fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know if you heard, but she's coming back in uh, Terminator 6. Yeah, so there's I heard. that. Don't care. All right, well, fuck you too. Uh, but Children of the Corn is fucking shitty, and I'm sorry, Jimmy, but you're wrong. I'm not wrong. See, that's the thing. It's America, and I'm allowed to have my opinion. So. Well, that depends on who. That, yeah, it depends on who you ask, and I'm the person that edits us together, and I'm going to make you look like a dick. Uh, well, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What I would never do that to what, you. That's what everybody let, seems to do. I so. let you be a dick on your own. <laughs> I don't have to edit anything to make you look like that. I guess, that, I guess that's just me. I'm just, I'm just a dick. No, you're not. I can't not. even say a big old dick. I'm a tiny old little dick. Uh... I'm just going to throw in some Stephen King news here. What's that? Uh, tuna can. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the shape of my cock. I'm going to throw <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw some Stephen King news here at the end just for fun. Uh, let's see. The It director wants to make a remake of Pet Cemetery now. That is the thing they want to do the most. I heard that too. Uh, well, they have not and I'll repeat, they've not been given a green light to do that. That's just something they've said in the media. So yeah. uh, I could do without that, but uh, I'd all, I'm also interested in any Stephen King thing. So I'd at least give it a shot. I mean, they did a good job on it. So, right? I don't know, because I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, you're right. You yeah. haven't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fucking go see that, man. I I will when it comes out on DVD. Uh, the next two... Yeah, you gotta see in theaters. Don't but... care. Moving on. Alright, whatever. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> next thing coming to Netflix is Gerald's Game. Uh, a great Stephen King book about uh, this... Okay, so... The aforementioned Gerald handcuffs his wife while they're getting ready to have some naughty time. <laughs> Uh, he dies on top of her. She is unable to escape. Uh, and while she's handcuffed to the bed, I won't watch it. A, uh, she doesn't know what it is. She thinks she might be going crazy, but she starts seeing this fucking weirdo like come in to the room and like, Nope, won't watch it. Uh, why because that that is that is too real to me that could happen to any poor woman that lets me fucking hump on top of them i could just die (laughs) crush them and they could not get me off i will not i will not watch that that is your horror story come to life (laughs) (laughs) say that again dorothy it's called gerald's game see and gerald starts with a j jimmy it's way too it's way too close to home starts with a g no, Gerald. J-E-R. No, that's wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. Uh, something else called 1922 is coming to Netflix. I don't know what that is, uh, but that's also Stephen King. 
the Hulu series Castle Rock is coming to Hulu. As is that I said. the one? Is that the one that Mark Menarden wrote? Or uh, well, J.J. Abrams produced it, and uh, I think it's going to have different K- Stephen King stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Debbie might have mentioned this to me not that long ago. Um, Castle Rock. So I'm interested in what it is, but I don't know that much about it. So I'm totally in. Like I said, uh, like any Stephen King stuff, I'll check mm-hmm. it out at least. So, uh, and I think that's gonna do it. I did have a Stephen King quote I wanted to read though. He's he commented on how like he's sort of having this resurgence and like. His um, his career is kind of having like this big moment again, mm-hmm. you know. And his quote his quote was that you sow your seeds, and sometimes they all come up at the same time. So he doesn't chalk it up to anything more than just like luck and putting his stuff in the system and seeing what happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty sweet. I think uh, I think he's a guy who uh, isn't. Uh, he doesn't think that, uh, his shit doesn't stink. You know what I mean? Like when he makes something, ba- sit, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I think Stephen King doesn't think everything he does is amazing, but when something hits, he's like, Oh, that's great. I'm glad people like it. But if it doesn't, he's like, eh, whatever next time, you know? So that's pretty cool. Uh, and that brings us to our Bacon A's log flume big splash at the end. <laughs> our ham and eggers of the week. And since you are our guest co-host, you get to name your ham and egger first. So, Debbie, go ahead and name your ham and egger while you are still on the line. <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh, boy. How can you not? Well, uh, so you had a couple seconds to think about it. <laughs> could be Jimmy Lopez, could be Chris Nays. I'd say it wouldn't be the third or fourth big time. Um, can I just say patrons at the library? Yeah, definitely. Or just patrons in general? I mean, we can mention uh, sweatpants guy, hacking lady, um... <laughs> Perverted Phil. Can I actually double up on your on your name and say coughing lady? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know who I'm talking about. I definitely know coughing lady. And she's also farting lady. So, you know, it just depends on the moment. Yeah. Okay, so we have a double ham. But I will not say it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely don't do that. Uh, Jimmy, who's your ham and this week? Uh, incest is my ham and oh, of this uh, week. A concept or uh, <laughs> a crime. Well, I was just going to say because, you know, Stephen King yeah. has wrote a lot of incest into yes, yes, a lot of has. different things. Uh, um, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that my stance on incest is not a fan of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a fan of it. That's a bold stance. <laughs> I'm just drawing my, drawing my line in the sand right there. Okay, so uh, I have a twofer for Ham and Eggers this week. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I have to say R.I.P. Bobby Heenan 
Bobby the Brain Heenan. We lost him this week. Uh, one of the best wrestling heel announcers and uh, and managers ever. He actually was one of the people that popularized the term Hammenager. So, because he popularized the term Hammenager and he is now dead, my Hammenager, first Hammenager of the week is God. <laughs> Good God! For taking him away from us. Didn't see that one coming. And my second Hammenager of the week is uh, the scene that was taken out of the It movie and tv movie what the 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 fucking the orgy? child orgy is also my ham and egger of the week do you guys understand why that scene works though Please explain to me why child orgies work because Jimmy. she was she was so feared of fear of her period you know, and, 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 you know, her hymen, blood, <clears throat> if she would have had sex with all of them, she would have no longer been a kid and been an adult. It wouldn't have came and got her. She would have been an adult. She would have been an adult at this point. So, yeah, of course she was like, she's like, fuck all you. We're going to do it and we're all going to be grownups in five seconds because all of them kids lasted about five, like maybe a pump or two a piece. <laughs> Wow, that's yeah. <laughs> it's fake news. It's a bold stance. <laughs> Jimmy's taking a lot of bold stances here at the end of the episode. He's against incest, and he's for child orgies. And that's gonna do it for our, <laughs> that's gonna do it for our Stevie King special. Uh, another round of applause for Debbie for being our guest co-host. You can applause yourself if you want to. <laughs> uh less applause for jimmy and i uh at the end of the episode no fanfare needed we haven't done this in a while let's plug our social stuff uh mm -hmm. onyx edge facebook listeners group you can talk to debbie you can talk to us about this episode what movies tv movies and stephen king books do you love hate to love or just fucking plain hate do you think stephen stephen king is totally overrated uh, do you think I can't say his name like I just fumbled <laughs> over his name? I'll agree with you. Uh, please join the discussion with us. The discussion is, is much appreciated, especially considering uh, I know, know we have at least five listeners <laughs> because from the last episode, two of them have told Chris that he is saying things wrong and he just won't let it go, but that's okay. One of those guys was a truck driver, by the way. I, so what? <laughs> Apparently, hey, I wasn't coming down on truck drivers. You may, you're making it seem like I am now. Because <laughs> you were. That I'm was... trying to plug the socials. Let me plug the socials. At Bacon and A's. I'm sorry. What was that? Now you're interrupting me. <laughs> At Bacon and A's on Instagram and Twitter. Bacon and A's channel on YouTube, which I'm now taking Tim's advice and making short clips. You're welcome, Sam and Tim. Oh, oh, another, and oh is Debbie that applause too. for me? Fuck yeah, I'll applause myself. Wow. Also, Debbie, thank you for interrupting me a lot at the end of this episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk it up to lagging between us, but uh <laughs> Jimmy's just shaking his it's head. Just cause, it's just cause no one respects you because you're a piece of shit. Wow, fuck you, man. Well, I'm just saying. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> 
thank you again, Debbie, for being on the Stephen King episode. And if you ever want to be on the show again, uh, let's get a stronger phone connection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. Well, thank you for having me. Not, Not that we that didn't we did try the, to get it, but the Skype wasn't Skype working, wasn't working over the computer this morning. Friend. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to blame it on Jimmy. Might as well. And uh, do you have any closing words for Jimmy? Uh, suck a dick. That'll do it. Suck a dick. Bye. <laughs> okay, and scene. Huh. Hello? Just talk to you. They can't hear me. I can. <laughs> oh, oh, did I get you back on? I think so. Okay. Him, how my this shit's a piece of <laughs> shit. And how he talking to Tim? Well, yeah, you know when he edits it. Like blooper kind of thing. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna do another. I don't think she. Debbie, can you hear me? Can you hear us? Are you on mute? Can you hear us? Oh, boy. Debbie, can you hear us? Oh, did I get you back on? Okay, let me hold on one second. Did you stop recording at any time? We're keeping it. <laughs> You've been talking to Tim? <laughs> I'm actually the one that goes back and edits these together. So <laughs> I can't wait for this hodgepodge in the middle.